destroying the media lies, and dismantling the narratives, one story at a time. It's the Adrian Slade Show Quick Rant. So the week starts off in ridiculous fashion with what is known as the Iowa Caucus. Now, what was really funny was to watch all the news outlets on the left have to explain what a caucus is. They had all these little specials like, what is a caucus? Well, it's not an open primary or it's not a primary where you just walk in and vote. You have to lobby for people to to vote. And then those delegates, it's, you know, it's, it's very similar to an electoral college style system. And to watch the left totally poop all over that. I mean, they already hate the electoral college. So why not defecate all over the caucus system by using this app, an app made by Shadow Inc. What could go wrong with Shadow Inc. making an app? And we'll get into who Shadow Inc. is in just a little bit. But they couldn't come up with a decision most likely because Bernie Sanders was pulling all the votes, most likely because Andrew Yang had an energized presence there, and they don't want those people to win. I mean, Elizabeth Warren's already, you know, crapped all over herself, but they wanted somebody like Pete Buttigieg to win. They wanted somebody like Joe Biden to win. And Biden, (laughs) he had like, what, eight, nine people in a room at a time, I mean, he didn't really, they weren't even calling him viable. And Pete Buttigieg somehow was getting the coin tosses in his direction. I can't figure it out, even though the Bernie people were actually pulling it out. So how many, how many coin tosses does it take to get to the center of a caucus for the center of the moderate candidate that you want? It takes quite a few. There were so many coin tosses that I basically was saying, Democracy dies in coin toss. Look at this montage of coin tosses for the Iowa caucus. So we're going to flip a coin. Warren and Buttigieg are tied. um, And in order to break that tie, we have to flip a coin. So this is for this is for a second delegate. Uh, you're gonna call. I'm gonna flip. Okay. All right. Jeez, this is unbelievable. Ready? Yep. Tails. It is tails. So Pete Buttigieg wins the coin flip and the second delegate. We're going to name the delegates in just a second. Tails. There you go. You get the delegate. You're watching. Then flip it over. Flip it over. Heads. Buttigieg. All right, so Buttigieg will get three delegates. The video for that last coin toss was this kid who, it was horrible. He kind of flips the coin, catches it in his hand, looks bewildered, kind of holds it up, holds his hand up. He's not looking at the coin. It's in its clasp in his hand. Everybody's looking at him like, don't you know how to do a coin toss? I wouldn't want that guy at Super Bowl 2021, and I certainly don't want him at my kids' birthday parties doing any magic tricks because 
This guy couldn't figure it out. I really think he was really afraid of the results that he would see when he opens up his hand and sees that what is he going to do? Oh, he's going to give it to Bernie. And the second coin toss, this is actually the uh, tweet that accompanied the video. Des Moines Precinct 80. Bernie's group had 101 people. Pete Buttigieg's group had 66. Bernie and Pete ended up tied at four delegates following a coin toss. This is democracy? Yeah, this is what happens when you rig the system. But hey, you spread the wealth. That's what socialists and communists want. You want to make it equal for everyone. So take all those Bernie delegates and, you know, just distribute it. Let's get some equal distribution going on. So they obviously were picking the people that they wanted. The Iowa polls for the caucus before they couldn't even put those out because they knew the results that were going to come out. And what's really amazing with this whole situation is how Pete Buttigieg, the guy who was out there, Mayor Pete from this horrible town in Indiana, um, a horrible mayor who had his own issues with Black Lives Matter and his police force. He's only on the ballot because he's homosexual and he's Mr. Morals, Mr. Morality, Mr. I'm in a same-sex marriage, but we're in a marriage that is, you know, platonic. We are together and we don't cheat on each other and we don't have multiple mistresses like Donald Trump who's grabbing them by the hoo-ha. So apparently he thinks he can go around and say, well, you know, God doesn't pick political parties and justify his sinful behavior, but he's going to go ahead and run in Iowa as just the evangelical Mr. Morals. That's the one thing that a lot of people don't realize is Pete Buttigieg was running around gaining support in Iowa simply because he was Mr. Morals and Mr. Evangelical. He kind of left off the whole part about him being a homosexual, which is basically the whole reason why he was even considered in the race. The fact that he's gay is the only thing that gave him legitimacy in the Democrat Party because it's all identity politics. So... Check out when this woman who was stumping for Pete Buttigieg, she voted for him. She finds out later, oh, yeah, did you know he had a same-sex uh, marriage? And look what happens when she learns that. So are you saying that he has a same-sex partner? He? Yes. Yes. Are you kidding? Yeah, he's married to him, yeah. Well, then I don't want anybody like that in my house. So can I have my car back? I don't know. Find it. We could go ask. I never knew that. The whole point of it is, though, is, I mean, he's a human being, right? Just like you and me. And should it really matter? That's what. Well, he better read the Bible. He does. And he says that God doesn't choose a political party. Because why does it say in the Bible that a man should marry a woman then? Well, I totally respect your viewpoint on this. I so totally do. But I think that we were not around. How come this has never been brought out before? It's, it's common knowledge. I never heard it. 
Um, we can talk to someone if you, if you need to talk to them about this. I don't know the rules on this or not, but I guess what I would like you to just dig deep inside and think, like, should it matter if it's a woman or if it's a man or if they're heterosexual or homosexual if you believe in what they say? That's my question. It all just went right down the toilet is where it all just went. And, and that you are, yeah, you have a total right to your opinion, and I am not trying to tell you to think otherwise. But we'll ask what they want us to do. But I just, I just ask you to look inside your heart because you sound like a Christian woman to me, and I'm a Christian woman, and my God wants me to love everybody. I do. Yep. So you must not believe it then, if you think it's okay for somebody to be married to a same-sex person. No, I I think we're just interpreting it different, and that's okay, because everybody has, gets to have their own beliefs. But what I teach my son is that love is love, and we're all human beings. Yeah, so that's basically what Pete Buttigieg has been doing. He has been winning the coin tosses, even though some of those delegates probably should go to Bernie. And then at the same time, he was running around going, hey, I'm Mr. Morals. I'm Mr. Morality. I'm not a, you know, oh, did I mention I was gay? Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention to you guys out in Iowa, because that's not as cool as it is over in California and New York. And just the whole the whole thing just fell apart. I mean, all you have to do is count. You know, just let's take it back to the old school with paper ballots and and counting heads. But no, we have to use technology. We have to we have to use an app made by a firm who has people that worked with Hillary Clinton's campaign. You know, Hillary Clinton already doesn't like Bernie Sanders. We talked about that. But then on top of that, you've got her her people developing an app that's going to basically count all the votes. What could go wrong there? But what was even funny was the log jam of results because they don't want the results to come out because it's not working out in the party's favor for the people they want. Most likely it's Bernie um, because he's got an energized base, a bunch of communists foaming at the mouth, ready to throw you in a gulag out in Iowa, but they're showing up. So guess what? (laughs) They're going to win the votes. But what was funny was the delegates couldn't even get a hold of the party to report what happened. In fact, this one poor guy, he gets on CNN and he's being interviewed and he's like, yeah, I'm on hold. Been on hold for about an hour. Yeah. Waiting. It's like tech support in India. You know, it's got that little jazz music playing and you're just like, it's like a Kenny G, like horrible jazz. It's like a Michael Bolton, Kenny G mix. And you're sitting there and that song starts to pound in your head and you're like, all right, I've been on for an hour. You know, you've done other things. You got it on speaker. You almost forget it's there. But then Wolf Blitzer calls you up and he's like, hey, yeah, you're, you're trying to put the ballots in. Are you having any luck? He's like, nope. And then as he's trying to get off the phone with, <laughs> with Wolf Blitzer to answer the person from the actual party, listen what happens. He's joining us right now from Story County. He's a precinct secretary out there. What can you tell us about this delay in getting any results, Sean? Well, Wolf, I have been on hold for over an hour um, with the Iowa Democratic Party. Uh, They tried to, I think, promote an app uh, to report the results, 
the app, by all accounts, just like doesn't work. So we've been recommended to call into the hotline, and the hotline has not been responsive. And, and have I you, can sh- hear have you gotten any explanation, Sean? Right Sean, now. have you gotten any explanation at all of, uh, as to what's going on? No, I have not. No, uh, uh, I'm just waiting on hold and uh, doing my best to report the, the results from my what, precinct. What are you hearing? I know you're listening to a conversation uh, from the Iowa uh, Democratic Party. Um, so, this is a real coincidence, Wolf. I just got off hold just now, so I've got to get off the phone to report the results. All right, uh, go ahead and report your results. Can we listen in as you report them, Sean? Yep. All right, let's listen. All right. (laughs) Okay. Hi. Hello? They hung up on me. (laughs) They hung up on me. Okay. I've got to get back in line on hold. Um, They just hung up. It's uh, so frustrating indeed. Uh (laughs) You can't even make that up. The guy's on on hold as soon as he gets an opportunity. And Wolf won't even let him get off the phone to go answer. And he's like, ah, click. (laughs) Oh, I got to call him back. That is the summation of the insanity of the Iowa caucus. I mean, now this wasn't, you know, Ted Cruz putting out mailers that say illegal voting to which the Rubio campaign was throwing them under the bus. And this wasn't Ben Carson saying, hey, I got to go home and get some fresh drawers to which the Rubio campaign was saying that the Cruz campaign was reporting that Ben Carson was quitting the race because he had to get a fresh pair of clothes for some reason. It wasn't that, but it was even worse. And these are the people that are operating on new technology to fortify the vote and modernize it. And it just turned into a cluster. You know what? Now, Philip Klein was a delegate uh, representative and he said, I'm at First Baptist Church in Des Moines. When I came here in 2016, Hillary won easily. Eyeballing it this time, it looks like Bernie will crush Biden. People still arriving, though. We'll update when I have hard numbers. Des Moines location has 86 people in 2016. It had 138, and in 2008, it had 160. Viable threshold is set at 13. Initially, it didn't look like Biden would be viable here, but he gained supporters from Bennett and Steyer, so um, that should make it you know, viable for him. Still awaiting the first alignment totals. And then he comes in with, wow, another twist. Sanders won this precinct by 20 points, but now five candidates will get one delegate each. Biden team amassed an extra delegate and then siphoned them to Klobuchar and Warren. And Bernie supporters are pissed. This is a joke, waste of time, and they walked out. Of course, that's socialism on display. So now apparently, and they even said uh, Amy, Joe, uh, Joe Biden, Andrew Yang, not viable. And this is in Precinct 59. Pete wins raw vote totally by a hair. Most Biden and Amy Klobuchar people including the attorney general, have come over to Pete Buttigieg. So Pete Buttigieg is just winning left and right on all of these uh, early counts. Here's Davenport Precinct D84 had some problems, caucus goers were saying. First head count didn't match the number of people who signed in. Some people were let, uh, let in to wrong precinct D83 in the same building. Preference cards had been returned after the wrong ones were handed out. The caucus chairs are arguing. This is how insane... It is. Iowa Democrats hosted a conference call with the campaigns. The call became very heated. Sources say the party hung up on campaigns as campaigns pressed for more information about data issues and when they would receive more data and results. 
Now, that's when people started finding out that there was this app. They built this app from a company called Shadow Inc. And Shadow Inc. was a company that is uh, a tech company. Uh, they're looking for progressive ways of modernizing the vote. And Hillary Clinton people are involved. So that should say something. One individual is Robbie Mook. Now, he tweeted out, Sorry, folks, I did not have anything to do with building the Iowa caucus app. I don't know anything about it, had no role in it. Don't own a company that makes mobile apps. Please contact Iowa Democrats with questions about it. Of course, people started pulling up documentation that says Robbie Mook, former Hillary Clinton campaign manager, has been involved in some of Democrat Party's security efforts in Iowa, according to the USA Today. Another person said, so Robbie Mook, Rosenbach and Rhodes have partnered with private businesses to defend digital democracy. But how? And then there's links to all different types of app, uh, you know, all stories regarding this new thing, Shadow Inc. Donnie O'Sullivan said the same app used in Iowa is developed for the Iowa Democratic Party by Shadow Inc. And is also due to be used in Nevada. Source tells CNN that's going to work out great. The CEO of Shadow Inc. is in Denver. The Denver media will go and find him and ask him about the Iowa caucuses to quote his Twitter bio, make it happen. Hey, that's the same city where the host company from Hillary's servers from. Imagine that. And that's a, a Red Steez, Stephen Miller, pointing out the fact that Gerard Niamara is a guy who was involved with Robbie Mook and various other people behind Shadow Inc.'s app. <laughs> Unbelievable. Shadow Inc. creating political power for the progressive movement by building accessible user-centered tech infrastructure. They tweeted out, we sincerely regret the delay in the reporting of the results of last night's Iowa caucuses and, and the uncertainty it has caused the candidates, their campaigns, and Democrat caucus goers. Unbelievable. So, yeah, it looks as though the app is something that has really pissed off a lot of people, and rightfully so, because they still don't know the results. This is from Public Citizen, a very left-wing site. It said the Iowa caucus app was engineered in just the past two months, was not tested at statewide scale, was not vetted by DHS's cybersecurity agency, was sent to volunteers without any training on how to use it, just unbelievably reckless, to which I said, yeah, it was designed in advance to circumvent the will of the people. How do you not see that? It's Hillary Clinton's people. You can't put them in charge of anything. Everything they touch turns to insanity. And there's a couple things that are interesting about it. First off, the people who are involved with Silicon Valley and technology who would create this app. Wow, Business Insider says an exclusive fundraiser reveals Pete Buttigieg is being backed by some of Silicon Valley's wealthiest families. Pete Buttigieg is having a fundraiser hosted for him by a group of extremely wealthy Silicon Valley families. Netflix CEO Reed Hastings is listed as a co-host. Are as family members of Sergey Brin, Eric Schmidt, and Sheryl Sandberg. Buttigieg has come under fire from rival candidate Elizabeth Warren for his ties to big tech. Well, big tech is basically what made all of this happen. Big tech is responsible for this silly app that could not work. And it makes you wonder, um, was this purposeful? Did this all have 
uh, a purpose to circumvent the caucus because it's a game-changing caucus. National Review. Clinton campaign alumni run firm that built the failed Iowa caucus app. The tech firm that designed the app used by the Iowa Democratic Party report to report the results of the caucus is run by veterans of Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign. The Huffington Post reported the app was designed by Shadow Inc., which was founded by Gerard Niemeyer and Krista Davis. Both Niemeyer and Davis worked on the Clinton campaign. Niemeyer is director of product and Davis as a software engineer, according to their LinkedIn profiles. Shadow's own product manager, Anna Rio, also worked on the Clinton campaign as special assistant to the campaign's chief technology officer. Shadow is an affiliate of Acronym, a Democratic nonprofit. Acronym's website states that it is an organization committing to building power and digital infrastructure for the progressive movement. So we know what this is all about. This is about sniping Bernie. This is also about trying to do a little damage control for the pandering Elizabeth Warren. Here is Elizabeth Warren forgetting the fact that during the entire Obama administration, kids were being detained and separated at the border. Many of them put in detention centers that were just completely uh, just downtrodden and just just in shambles and busing them into places in the middle of America, even in California and being turned around. Here she is talking about it as though it didn't happen, as though it's all just under Trump and Trump's putting kids in cages. Hi. Hi. <laughs> My name is... <laughs> My name is... My name is Elizabeth Rocha Boyd. Your name is Elizabeth also? Oh, wow. Double Elizabeths. I feel the power. <laughs> this is great. Okay. I'm seven years old. I'm not. <laughs> uh, I wanted to know if... Now, pandering Liawatha has an issue with pandering to 
whatever class that she can think that she can fold in, but it's not working. It's not connecting with people. And so she's been focusing on trans and focusing on, you know, he, him, his, her, his, whatever, all these different pronouns and, and and focusing on, you know, I'm going to let a nine-year-old trans kid pick the secretary of education because you go to public schools and you're trans. It's ridiculous. Complete pandering. So listen to her campaign staff caught by Project Veritas talking. There's two of them. First, let's play the clip of the lady within the uh, campaign talking about how aligned Elizabeth Warren is with the trans movement and how, you know, if you're a white guy, well, you're just SOL. I'll say it. I love it. I love all the staff, but the queer staff and the trans staff, that's the staff. Yeah, us straight white dudes just... You ruined it for everyone. I'll say And (laughs) it's unbelievable, the pandering of this lady. So here is a campaign staffer who is basically fed up with the pandering of Elizabeth Warren and saying, you need to talk about the issues that people matter or people think matter, not just this he, him, his, her, he, she, whatever, uh, all this identity politic crap with the trans community. You need to focus on the bigger issues, which are um, jobs, things like that. Project Veritas, James O'Keefe uncovered this one too. But if I, but like at the end of the day, if prioritize like pronouns over making sure people have a decent standard of living, that's wrong. Yeah, you're right. And it's like when you come from where I come from, no one gives a f- on the goddamn pronoun. People right. want to know how you're going to create a job. So while Warren is flailing about, pandering about, Liawatha, chief running lie, Focahannas going on, um, that cluster sluck of garbage that is going on in Iowa still hasn't been resolved. And what's really interesting is to hear the Democrat led media talk about who they want. They don't want the communist, but they do want somebody like a Warren. But I think they even want somebody like Joe Biden and this hot mic as a reporter's talking, you can hear the anchors on the other end talking about how much of a disaster this whole thing is. We talk about what we could maybe call the Joni Ernst factor. How much is the impeachment proceedings in Washington weighing on the mindset of these caucus goers? What the Biden campaign has actually said is that they've been, they, they had some of their best fundraising numbers in January as his name was being repeated often. But we also need to talk about the Mike Bloomberg factor, which is the fact that he's now waiting in the wings, waiting in Super Tuesday, uh, potentially to step in if Biden is not seen uh, as a, as strong a candidate as he entered this race in the fundraising could really uh, shrink in a hurry for the former vice president with a poor showing here and that's the biggest concern that the fundraising more than the results here he's like oh my god this is a disaster the app dies people can't call in to their districts to report their delegates delegates are losing to coin tosses coin tosses are happening all over the air all over the place like scrooge mcduck is throwing coins you know it's like he's bathing in coins it's almost like they're like at a at a you know 1840s stripper joint where they don't have cold hard cash there's throwing coins i mean it's crazy and what's really insane is now biden is so mad because he was supposed to be the shoe in he was supposed to just seal this deal he's now going to bring a lawsuit and listen to 
Uh, Rachel Maddow talking to Brian Williams about this. And Mr. Duncan, the heads of the Democratic Party, Troy Price, the chair, and Kevin Duncan, the executive director of the Iowa Democratic Party, quote, I write on behalf of the Biden for President campaign regarding the considerable flaws in tonight's Iowa caucus reporting system. The app that was intended to relay caucus results to the party failed. The party's backup telephonic reporting system, likewise, has failed. Now we understand that caucus chairs are attempting to, and in many cases, failing to report results telephonically to the party. These acute failures are occurring statewide. We appreciate that you plan to brief the campaigns momentarily on these issues, and we plan to participate. However, we believe that the campaigns deserve full explanations and relevant information regarding the methods of quality control you are employing and an opportunity to respond before any official results are released. We look forward to hearing from you promptly. In the meantime, we're on to New Hampshire on the road to the most important election of our lifetimes. Again, that's the top lawyer for the Biden campaign ripping the Iowa Democratic Party and saying this is a big deal. It's statewide. It's acute failure. And you better talk to us before you say anything about what happened. Acute, the one word kind and not two. So that's no, the kind it's of not acute. So, yeah, basically to sum it up, the Democrat Party in complete disarray as their bench was, as their debates are as their caucus is. And just, this is why you don't want this party in power. This is why they're inauthentic. They're going to rig their elections. They're going to sit there and go, well, we need to get rid of the electoral college. Well, what happens if Donald Trump wins with the electoral college and the popular vote? Well, then we need a super duper. The same thing's happening in the party end. You know, the, the GOP is not that much better with the dumb stuff they did in Iowa and during their primaries. But this should be illuminating to the fact that this is a power grab and they're doing everything they can to grasp at straws and they're fighting each other because fights are going to happen in a primary season. But the way that they're handling these fights is even worse than the GOP did. They're using technology to rig up against certain opponents. They're trying to destroy the integrity of the vote in their primaries and caucuses it's just a mess, but it is a microcosm as to the fact that this is the same group that wants to run your health care. They want to run your uh, life as far as what you can eat. You know, no beef. We want, we got to watch the planet. We got to save the planet. These people can't even save their election or their caucus, but they're going to save the planet by reducing emissions. And we need to get on board with their plan, which they can't even facilitate in a, a freaking app. They can't even learn to code. So this is just a microcosm of what you're going to get if the Democrats win power. I'm Adrian Slade. I appreciate you tuning into the show. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart Podcast, TuneIn, Podbean, Overcast, anywhere podcasts are hosted. You can get the uh, free Adrian Slade Show podcast. Be sure to rate it. Give it a five-star rating if you can. That helps bring it up in the ranks. You can also check out the blog, adriansladeshow.com. Also, follow me on Twitter, at adriansladeshow or at rantsoutloud. You can also find me on other social media platforms, Facebook, Gab, Parler, also on Snippy and Convo. Search Adrian Slade. You can also donate to the show, patreon.com slash adriansladeshow.com or go to anchor.fm and donate. We'll see you guys next time.